So the big question is this, how do young men like us, who didn't listen to society, who are on our own, how do we grow and improve ourselves so that we can live a better tomorrow? That is the question, and this show will give you the answers. My name is James Radzinski, and welcome to The Ascend Momentum Show. Welcome back, everyone. So I want to talk, right off the bat, I want to talk about identity. Now, this is something I was vaguely aware of before today. And I had been aware of it back when, just throughout time. And I realized that I've actually been taking advantage of identity and like changing your identity because a lot of the times I for example whenever I add something new to my routine I take on that identity like when I added in a morning walk to my routine a maybe like a week ago or a couple weeks ago I like made myself like I kind of subconsciously changed like the way I thought of myself as someone who took a walk in the morning at 4.30 in the morning after the shower. And so I guess I was like subconsciously kind of taking advantage of like the feature of an identity. But it wasn't until today when I was actually at the park with my friend and we were actually talking about identity. And he was talking about he asked me if my friend Franklin, he actually asked me if I like knew about identity. And I said, not, not really, not particularly. Like I was, I was aware of like the concept, but I'm not really too like versed in how it works and how to take full advantage of it. Um, he's, he actually said that, it's best if you like, cause he read this in atomic habits. I've never read atomic habits, but he did. And he said that a lot of it is in atomic habits and it's all about making little changes. And if you want to make a change in your life, you basically say, I am this person. So that's why a lot of people, when they're like, like addicted to like smoking or something like that, they have a hard time shifting because their identity is associated with being a smoker. And so they can't really quit until they shift their identity and say, I am not a smoker. And now I've been kind of doing that here and there, but then we were also talking about our goals. So me and Franklin actually revealed our, we have we both know what each other's goals are. And we were talking about, cause he asked me if I had have, if I have had a dream about my goal yet, about like me actually having reached it yet. And I actually got excited and said yes, because recently, maybe like a few days ago, I actually had a dream about me at, in my goal, like me doing, living my life in my goal. I have after it's already been achieved basically. And so he was, he was thinking that that he said that that was good because it's actually, it just shows that you're closer and closer to your goal. And it's also been like ingrained into your identity. It's starting to become a part of your identity now. So that's especially really good. And I, I was thinking because when, and I came to realize that I actually, kind of lost a little bit of that piece. And let me explain. So I've been working on these meditation techniques, um, the gateway experience, basically. And if you're not familiar with it, it's just like a guided meditation uh, that plays certain sounds that allow you, that help you to get into meditative states. And it is, I've been talking about it a lot lately in the podcast. So the, uh, the gateway experience, I've been doing it and focus 10 is basically like the first step. It's like the first, it's like the foundation to the entire, the entire, like, pol- like the entire experience the, and the whole 
course. Focus 10 is the foundation to everything in this, like, subcon like exploring your subconscious. And so with that said, I have not actually achieved Focus 10 yet, which Focus 10 is mind awake, body asleep. So it's basically when your body is like deeply, deeply asleep, like basically paralyzed. And I've heard that your body is actually paralyzed when you're in focus 10 and your mind is wide awake. So you're like conscious and you're aware of what's happening and you're awake, but your body is asleep and it's paralyzed basically. And I've not achieved focus 10 yet. And uh, today is Saturday and I got it a week ago on Tuesday. So more than a week ago last, I got it on Tuesday. So it's been like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's been 11 days, I think, since I got, since I started this uh, gateway process. And I've been doing it probably around two to three times a day. And Yesterday I did it four times and today I'm actually going to do it four times as well because uh, yesterday I recorded two episodes and today I'm actually planning on recording two episodes because yesterday was a Transurfing Principles episode and actually tomorrow will be one as well. So look out for that if you like those episodes. But that being said, the I was talking about the Gateway Experience and Focus 10. And so... Basically, you have to get into focus 10 to be able to move on. And I had been actually, I realized that. So I was working on focus 10 and there's this one exercise. There's this one exercise that I've been working on. It's just the last one in the wave one. And it's just like a free sandbox mode. It's basically like they play the noises and you can do whatever you want. Like you structure your own meditation. They don't really guide you. And I've been doing that because I've become fairly well-versed in all the tools that they have uh, taught so far. And so I've been working on this sandbox mode and basically just been practicing my focus 10. And so maybe like a week ago, I actually, when I actually started doing the sandbox mode, or probably like a couple of days ago, I I would actually visualize my goal and I would get into focus 10 or at least what I can actually achieve right now, the deepest state of meditation I can achieve right now. And then I would start uh, visualizing my goal, like running my target side, at, like transurfing principles. And so I would do that. And then I, that's when I had my dream where I would actually, I actually like was at my goal in my dream at nighttime. And also I found that when I was doing that throughout my day, I would connect, I would think about my goal a lot more throughout the day and I would connect certain activities to the goals. For example, uh, me balancing on my medicine ball is very closely linked to my end goal, but most of the time I kind of just go through the motions. Like I've been practicing my balance on the medicine ball for almost two months probably over it's like been a month and a half of just straight practice and for the majority of that time I kind of just went through the motions just just did my time and then was done with it but actually once I started visualizing and it wasn't until I actually started adding things to my visualization and making it exciting then that's when I started like really taking this medicine ball balance seriously and then I would like I actually took it very seriously and still visualized while I was balancing on the medicine ball, doing the specific task that relates to my goal. And then I, and then I realized that I wanted to get to focus 10. Like I realized that I was not able to get mind awake, body asleep yet. And so I figured that I would, I should practice I should just focus on getting to focus 10 during my meditations. So I kind of just stopped visualizing my goal during my meditations. And then a couple days passed and slowly but surely, I stopped thinking about my goal throughout the day, 
Well, actually, it was pretty abrupt. Like the day, the next day when I stopped visualizing my goal, I stopped thinking about it throughout the day. And then I kind of just all around stopped like just thinking about it in general. And then same thing happened with my balancing on the medicine ball. I, I went back to the, the like just going through the motions. And then I just forgot about like the whole goal and I like stopped linking it to the goal. And then it wasn't until today when I just explained to you how my friend Franklin was talking about identity. And we realized that when you're in that meditative state and you actually start to visualize, like if you visualize for a decent amount of time, like I get at least three meditation sessions every single day. So that's 90 minutes. And let's just say I'm only visualizing for like five minutes per. That's like 15 minutes of visualizing the entire. And it's 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 definitely more. I'm probably visualizing for like 10 minutes per. So that's like 30 minutes of visualizing every single day. And I'm doing it while in deep meditation and not just like throughout my day. So that's like the only thing that I'm focusing on. So that like actually makes it so it's like more powerful and I'm focusing on it a lot more. And then since you're on the deep meditation, you can actually make changes to yourself. That's what Bob Monroe, the narrator of the original tapes, he actually said that you can make changes to yourself like while you're doing these meditations. And so that I came to like connect all the dots that doing the gateway experience is actually helping me change my identity on like a subconscious level. Because when I was visualizing my goal, I would start to like gain that identity subconsciously. Like I would actually start thinking of it subconsciously. And it was evident because I was dreaming like at nighttime, I dreamed about me having already achieved my goal. And that happened subconsciously because it was a, it was not a lucid dream. So with all of that being said, I learned my lesson and I actually kind of connected it back to what I was talking about the other day of how it's kind of stressful for me to think about all the things that I like am trying to achieve. And I'm like, I can't really get them all. Like I can't have it all, but I just, you have to remind yourself, yes, you can have it all. So you can have getting, like I was connecting that lesson that I learned about like having it all with my business, podcast, gym, like physique, health, student, school, studying for transurfing, like all of this stuff, I can have it all. My spiritual growth, like my meditation, all that stuff, my balance, I can have it all. And same thing with while I'm in meditation. The reason why I cut out the, the reason why I cut out visualizing my goal was because of, I wanted to focus on getting to focus 10. And so I actually cut out like visualizing my goal in order to get focus 10. But now I realize I can have it all and I can visualize my goal and get to focus 10. And it's just, it just takes practice and that's all there is to it. Like I was looking around the internet. There's this one woman who I was reading about, who I've mentioned before, actually was, is a Buddhist and she's been meditating consistently for the past 14 years. And then she did the gateway tapes and she was able to get focus 10, like first or second try. And then her husband, who was not very consistent at meditating, uh, who never really meditated, was brand new to meditation, did the gateway tapes and like literally a few months in still is working on wave one, still working on getting to focus 10. So it's different for everyone. And I've been meditating for the past like three months, maybe. So I've got decent experience, not nearly as much as 14 years, but definitely more than that woman's husband. So I... I'm hoping that it won't take more than like a month. I'm prepared for it to take more than a month though. And that's another dangerous thing. Expectations. It'll take as long as it needs to take. And it's different for everyone. And you shouldn't really compare yourself to other people's journeys on the gateway experience because that actually hinders your own progress and growth on your own journey. And I actually put my expectations in the energy conversion box in the beginning. 
But with that said, let me get some water. All right, so I want to talk about the last chapter of Reality Transurfing. So I have been reading Transurfing the second time. I've read it once before. I started it in March of 2023, and then I finished probably like three months later. And then I actually started reading Transurfing again a couple months back. And this time I was actually studying it and not just passively reading it. I was studying it, writing notes, taking notes, reviewing those notes, summarizing it more, um, summarizing those notes on like, like there was a lot that I was doing, a lot of active learning. Plus throughout this whole time, probably not the entire time that I was reading the book for, but for like the majority, maybe like 80% of the book, I was teaching what I was learning on the podcast. So I was also actively learning through that means of teaching because teaching is one of the best ways to learn things. And that is evident because I've come to understand transurfing so much more than I have just reading it once. And obviously I have because even if you read it through a second time passively, you would understand more. But I have... It's almost as if I've read it like three times now. Like doing all of this is extremely beneficial for learning. And it's all about like active, like active learning. And he actually talked about that towards the, oh, I have the hiccups. If they don't end, I'm going to get some water. But he actually talked about that towards the end of the book, uh, maybe this morning or yesterday I read about it and he was talking about like active learning versus passive learning. And when you're cramming to study, you're just passively learning. And then if you like teach someone, if you're a teacher and you're just trying to teach to the students to memorize facts, then that won't be very effective. They're just passively learning at that point. But if you swap the roles and have them teach you, then it completely changes. And that's kind of what I'm doing right now. Like when you're when you're just passively reading the book, just reading it normally, then you're kind of in that student role of memorizing facts. But if you completely switch and you start a podcast like I have and you teach people those things that you're learning, then you completely shift like your growth. You start learning and understanding way more, like quicker and more effectively. And it's just so much better. But I am on the last chapter of Reality Transurfing. So I have 40 pages left and my I'm going to try and finish it tomorrow because tomorrow is Sunday and then I probably won't have much time on Monday. Um, but Tuesday I'm leaving for Funnel Hacking Live and I am going to be switching to the linchpin and I'm not going to be bringing Transurfing with me to Funnel Hacking Live. So I want to finish Transurfing before I go. And I'm going to be focusing only on the linchpin, which is a book by Russell Brunson. And I'm going to be focusing on that entirely at Funnel Hacking Live because that's the focus, that's the theme of this year's event. And Funnel Hacking Live is just a business conference for entrepreneurs, but it's like way more than that as well. And I I don't really know what to expect. I was actually talking to my friend Franklin about this today at the park. Like I know that it's going to be life-changing, but I don't really know what to expect. I don't even know. So I have a hard time like getting excited about it because I don't know how to, I don't, I don't even know how to like perceive of the idea. I can't even conceive of the idea. And I've only heard positive comments about it. Like every single person, every single one of the entrepreneurs that I've like looked into, like, for example, he gave us a bunch of bonuses of some of the speakers at Funnel Hacking Live gave us some bonuses um, for buying a ticket. And 
I looked at a few and they like all said that Funnel Hacking Live absolutely changed the game for them and it changed their lives. And so I think that it's going to be transformational and I don't even know like what to expect. So, and I'm also avoiding trying to have, I'm trying to avoid having expectations about it because expectations kind of never really come true. Uh, but I want to talk about one thing that me and my friend actually decided. And so let me get some context during like the, Okay, so during like the pep rally or some some other thing, me and my friend would actually just stay indifferent because if they were trying to get us to be hype or get us to be angry or some something was trying to get us to be angry, we would actually be indifferent and just awake because that's a transurfing principles. But I actually was talking to my friend about this and we actually discussed and we actually said that we're going to choose to be immersed and choose to be immersed in the game and like excited and like very hype at Funnel Hacking Live. We're going to choose to get like be immersed and not necessarily stay indifferent because if we can be immersed and we'll actually get hype because there's a like the hype man is going to be talking to, to the crowd to get them on the wavelength. And so if we're just indifferent and we're not on everyone's wavelength, then we're just kind of going to be outcast and we're not going to really benefit from it. But if we can manage to actually get hype and play into the game, then that will that will be very beneficial because in transurfing, there's pendulums. All pendulums are destructive, but pendulums are the things that actually help you achieve your goals and help to realize your goals. So with that said, you actually have to find your pendulums. Now they're still destructive, but they can help you along your goal. And he actually said, you have to decide how far you want to let their claws into you. Like how deep do you want the the pendulum's claws how deep will you let its claws into you? And if it's your pendulum, you may want to let it in deeper than like a school pendulum, which is not my pendulum. Now, it could be other people's pendulums. I'm not here to judge or choose. And I've actually, um, to be honest, it is difficult for me not to do that because I'm learning about all of this stuff. And I just had to keep reminding myself not to judge. Because you got to let your, let yourself be you and allow others to do the same. Let others make their choice and let others be themselves. But I'm really excited for Funnel Hacking Live. And this episode is actually, I believe that episode 70 will be the last episode that I record at home before Funnel Hacking Live. So this is episode 67 and episode 68 will be recorded today as well and then 69 will be on sunday which is tomorrow yeah so i'll record episode 70 on monday right before i leave tuesday morning and i'm actually going to wake up at like 2 a.m because our plane ticket our plane ride or the plane departs at 5 50 in the morning and my mom said that we should be there like two hours before so that's it's gonna be an awesome day and i'm gonna be doing gateway experience and i actually have been thinking about this a lot about the routine because my routine is a very big reason why i'm gonna be successful because in my routine i have everything that i need to do in order to gain success so let me just go right through every the most important things in the morning i wake up take a cold shower that increases my discipline. And then I'm just going to skip to the most important things. Uh, balancing on my ball is important, but it's not like one of the most important. Uh, but I wake up, take a cold shower to increase discipline. I meditate 30 minutes every morning. And that like helps with so much, like my mental clarity, um, improving like just everything getting meditation is extremely important and then after that I study I study transurfing or 
And then once I'm done with Transurfing, I'm actually just going to be reading passively again. And I'm going to be reading other books. And then after that, uh, on the weekends, actually, no, I'm just, okay. So then later when I get home, I usually go to the gym, but on days that I don't go to the gym, I study again, but I either study or go to the gym. And then I, after the gym or after that study, I meditate again. And then I podcast. Podcast is probably one of the most important things that I'm doing every day to uh, achieve my goals. That and meditation are the biggest. Honestly, meditation, dude, honestly, all of these things like showers, cold showers have helped so much as well. And I actually want to talk about, I've been, the way I do my cold showers is I wake up, uh, grab water with all my supplements, and then I uh, brush my teeth, and then I use the bathroom, and then I take a cold shower. But my friend was actually talking this morning about how he literally just gets up and then he just goes straight into the shower. He literally sprints into the shower. The second he wakes up, he sprints straight into the shower and takes a cold shower, like the second he wakes up. And that requires discipline on another level. So I actually am gonna, I'm planning on doing that tomorrow. And then, so I'll do take my shower first and then I'll do all the other stuff. But the shower is important. Uh, meditating is important. Studying is important. All of these things have their place in like my like long-term goals and short-term goals. All of these things I'm doing every single day and I'm improving on them every single day. My meditation, since I'm doing three meditation sessions every single day, guaranteed no matter what, and then sometimes four, that actually is like pushing me along so far and I can actually like like I can't see it in real time but looking back at like myself one month ago I am so much more aware and so much more awake throughout the day and so I'm actually and I now that I've added in and I am conscious of visualizing while I'm meditating I have a feeling that I'm going to be moving forward a lot quicker towards my goals now because that is going to be huge visualizing while I'm meditating because this is the first time where I've ever actually had visual uh visualizing in my routine like I've never really that's probably why I wasn't very successful at transurfing the first time I read it because I kind of just passed over visualizing because I was like oh I can't really visualize so it's whatever and then the second time I read it, for the majority of the second time I was reading it, past month or or two, I was like, oh, yeah, visualizing is good. I'll just do it more often. And then I kind of just left it up to chance, whether I would remember to do, do it throughout the day. And that didn't end up well. So then I finally added it to my routine. And now it's not up to chance. And now I do it set time every single day. So that just sets me up very well. And it's like a guarantee that I do it every single day because I always fulfill my routine like a robot. In that sense, I'm like asleep. I always fulfill my routine every single day. And and then also in the morning, I take my walk. And I wasn't going to say that the walk is too important, but I've actually found that it is extremely important. My bolt score is increased to 19 seconds. Now, this morning it was 16 seconds, but yesterday it was 19. So it kind of fluctuates, but my bolt score is increased to 19 seconds, which, mind you, is still unhealthy. Like, 19 seconds is still a bad bolt score, but it's so much better than 7 seconds. And the difference in my quality of life, my, like, awareness, my awakeness, like, my fitness level, like, all of that, like, how good shit, how well in shape I am my lifting, all of that stuff, even my sleep and my meditation, all of that stuff is all affected by how efficient of a breather I am, which now it's in my routine. And that is actually extremely beneficial. And I have a feeling that soon, 
just one 10 minute walk every day is kind of gonna plateau. And so I might have to add in another like session of increasing my bolt score to my day. So I might have to like add in a nighttime walk or a, another extra nighttime meditation session that's not using the gateway. That's just uh, doing the breathing technique, which is called breathe light to breathe right. And it's basically where you're just sitting there kind of meditating and you're just kind of, you're just trying to restrict your breathing as much as you can, where you're still able to like live, but it's, it's like just tolerable to where you're like able to maintain your breath at that rate, but you're still like uncomfortable and you're still like pushing your limits. So that I might have to add that into the future, but I don't know. So far, I'm still steadily increasing my bull score. And actually, in the mornings when I first started walking around, I the way I do the morning walks, if you haven't heard, is I do a nose unblocking exercise. And it's basically where you exhale and then you hold your breath after the exhale and you walk and count how many steps you've walked and then you breathe in and control your breathing immediately through your nose. And that's basically it. And so when I first started, I, my steps were probably like 20. I'm pretty sure it was actually like 15. I think I was able to walk 15 steps, 15 or 20 steps. And so I would do that like six to eight sets every single morning. And then it would slowly but gradually go up to 20 and then 25. And then I was stuck on 25 for a little bit. And then I was stuck on 30 for a little bit. And actually this morning... I kind of had a breakthrough where I was able to get like 45 or no, I think it was 40, 40 steps, which is huge. Now people are able to get like over a hundred steps. So I'm not nearly to where I need to be, but 40 compared to 15 is very good. It's like double more than double. So I'm very happy with my progress in that sense. And so that's like, that's another thing that's in my uh, routine that's helping me. And then uh, my nighttime routine after my podcast, I just uh, meditate again. And that's like the, I do more stuff, but the most important thing is to meditate. And probably one of the best things in my routine is the consistency. I do everything at the same time every single day uh, with exception of the afternoon because at school, I have three different like schedules on my Monday schedule is different from the Tuesday schedule, which is different from the Wednesday schedule. So I have three different schedules. And so I get out at slightly different times every single day. Like on Monday, I would get out at like 11.35. And then Tuesday, I would get out at like 11.43. And then Wednesday, I get out at 12, 11. So varied times. So like that sets me back for the afternoon, but I still have enough time to get everything done. Even on Wednesdays, I just have to kind of like rush it at the gym and like the, all that stuff, like the most, one of the most important things that I've done is the consistency. And you can see that in my like sleep. When I go to the bed and wake up at the same exact time every single day, something amazing happens. I have amazing sleep and I'm able to fall asleep very easily and I'm able to wake up at the same time before my alarm every single day very easily. Like I've been waking up before my alarm, like even 30 minutes before my alarm lately, I've been waking up. But I actually, because I have a sunrise alarm, which basically creates a sunrise in my room. And so I wake up at like the beginning of it because it starts 30 minutes before my, t before I go wake up. And so I wake up in the beginning and then I usually go back to bed and then wait until it is a certain color. And that's the color I usually wake up at. But with, I might actually start waking up like right away when I, the first time I actually wake up because that's referring back to what my friend was talking about, about how he wakes up literally the first moment he wakes up, he 
goes straight into the shower and takes a cold shower. And that is like something different. It's a different experience, he said. Um, because since I wake up at probably like 3.30, 3.30 to 3.35, 3.40 around every single day, and then go back to bed for like 10, 20 minutes. And then I actually wake up, like I kind of take a, a morning nap and I might actually start waking up at the red setting, which is when my sunrise alarm is at the red. And it's like right when I wake up. So I don't know. We'll see. It's looking, it's honestly like my alarm or not my alarm. My routine is exactly what is going to make me successful because I fulfill it every single day and I'm getting better and better at all my little things every single day. And you can even see like this podcast itself has gotten so much better. One, because I'm actually on episode 67 now. So that's like a lot. That's, that's like two months of consistent uploading. And then I'm also improving my speaking. Like I, in the beginning, if you just like look back at the earlier episodes, they, they were terrible. And I, I was actually watching Steve Larson's bonus that he gave in the Funnel Hacking Live bonuses section. And Steve Larson is basically, I see him as a very inspirational figure because his story is, he read, he learned, he was, he basically read about Russell Brunson and like studied his stuff. And then he realized that Funnel Hacking Live was around the corner. So he basically created funnels and s traded those for like plane tickets and hotel rooms and Funnel Hacking Live tickets. And then what he did was he went to Funnel Hacking Live, it changed his life. And then he got a job with Russell Brunson and got like many hours of mentoring and then he went on to make his own business but he also created his own podcast and i was watching his bonus which was uh, a video of him speaking at his own like version of funnel hacking live he basically modeled funnel hacking live and created his own event and he was speaking at it and he was talking about how he created his podcast and then in the beginning he he was similar. He was exactly where I was, where he did not, his like episodes were terrible. And then slowly but surely he started to find his voice. And then slowly but surely he started marketing. And in the beginning he was like, he saw that there was 40 downloads and he was ecstatic. He was like, yes, like that is amazing. And that's like similar to how I was. When I saw that I had like a hundred downloads, I was amazed. And I was like very happy about that progress. And then he was marketing. He actually said he was marketing. And so that is one thing that I was kind of conscious of because I'm not doing any marketing for this podcast. And I'm aware of the fact that there's this one movie, I forgot what it was called. Oh, Field of Dreams. I have never seen it, but I've, I've read about it in Russell Brunson's books. Like Russell Brunson has mentioned it in his books and it's basically where in that movie they it says if you build something great they will come or something like that but it's not actually like that in real life you if you build something great no one will come no one will even know what it is unless you market it and so marketing is like the only way you can actually get your goal all right and marketing is the only way you can actually get your podcast big and get get it out there and get people to know about it and so I was talking to my friend about that and I was actually like, I'm going to make the decision not to focus on marketing because one, I'm not really sure how I would go about that. And two, I'm not really sure if I want to focus my time and effort on that because right now I'm kind of just focusing on my self-improvement right now. Like I'm not really focusing on business. The only thing I'm doing right now with business is podcasts. So I'm really just focusing on my spiritual journey and my self-improvement, which is self-improvement, but that like, I am really focusing on the gateway experience. That's why I'm doing like 90 minutes every single day. And at times two hours, every single day. 
and I'm focusing on that kind of meditations and not really focusing on business. So that's why I'm not really, I don't even have a ClickFunnels account right now and I'm going to ClickFunnels' live event, which is kind of ironic, but things will probably change in the near future, like in 10 episodes, like, or no, let's just say, oh yeah, yeah. in 10 episodes on like episode 77, I will be back from Funnel Hacking Live, I think. And so things will be- probably change. If you guys keep keep tuned or stay tuned, 10 episodes, I'll be back from Funnel Hacking Live. And things will probably change in my perspective and my knowledge base because I actually plan on... So let me explain. Funnel Hacking Live is an event by ClickFunnels and... I've been to a few online events by ClickFunnels, a few webinars, and this one challenge, which is a five-day Your First Funnel challenge I've been to. And it was just like a pre-recorded live. So it was pre-recorded, but they like played it live. So I had to be there at a set hour every single day. And it was probably like three hours every single day. And it was like five, it was like five to six days. I think it was actually like seven days, but I had my notebook, which is just a normal travel sized pocket notebook. And I took a lot of notes. Like, honestly, I, I didn't even really think that I was taking too much notes um during that event because one, it was online two it was like pre-recorded and I was just chilling in my basement. But I actually was talking about that event um, in the beginning of my podcast. Like that, I I was doing that five day challenge event probably when I was in like episode ten to like thirty. In between that region, I don't really know exactly what episodes they were, but I was talking about that event, and I took a lot of notes. Like this travel size notebook that I have, I filled it up halfway. Like. I probably filled it up halfway just from that one event. And so, and I wasn't necessarily taking too much notes in proportion to the content that I was consuming. And so that my thought process is I'm going to be using those, the same notebook at Funnel Hacking Live. And uh, because I want to have it in my pocket so I, I was thinking that maybe I'll fill up an entire one. So I bought another one. So I have, I'm going to be bringing two brand new notebooks to Funnel Hacking Live. And I'm going to be taking a lot of notes. And I'm not sure if I'll review those notes. But I will also be, after the events, I'm going to be allocating an hour. So this, I'm con- connecting all the dots. I'm going full circle back to my priorities in my routine, like the most important things in my routine. One of the most important, like, so let me explain. The reason why I went through my entire routine and explained like all the different things that I like find extremely beneficial for me is because I am actually planning on creating a brand new routine the day I get to Funnel Hacking Live and the day that I find the schedule on the 26th during registration, we actually get our, like the schedule for Funnel Hacking Live. And so I was going to build a routine around it. And when I, I was going to prioritize certain things, because I know that I'm probably not going to be able to do everything that I normally do because the event is going to be a very long, full day long event. And that's why I am having priorities. And my number one priority is podcast. My number two priority is meditation. And then I believe number three is probably the gym. Uh, yeah, I think the gym. So in my routine, the number one thing is podcast. And that means that I'm going to be taking a lot of notes during the day at the event and then coming back at nighttime and speaking on my podcast. And I am prepared to cut down my sleep to at l- at the bare minimum eight hours. Right now I get like nine and a half, nine forty-five hours of sleep. And I'm prepared to cut it down to 
at the least eight hours so I can have a little bit more time in the day just for this one event, just temporarily, which I may end up regretting because sleep is extremely important. One of the most extreme, one of the most, the most important aspect of your health, but it takes up the most time. And I feel as though the pro the pros outweigh the cons of cutting out a, like one hour, but we'll see. I have to make that decision at Funnel Hacking Live once I get the schedule. And that's, that's another reason. When I was talking about active learning, I'm connecting this to that as well. I was talking about active learning. Now, active learning is when you're literally teaching someone what you just learned. And this is what I'm doing all the time in my day-to-day. So I learn a lot throughout the day, and then I like teach what I learned through the podcast. And I do this especially in the Transurfing Principles episodes, where I, lo- I study and learn a lot throughout the week, and then I review it all and teach everything that I just learned. And that helps me learn it a lot better and understand it a lot better. And so I'm connecting this all back to, I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, I'm going to be learning a lot at Funnel Hacking Live. And so one of the best ways to like lock it in and actually understand it is one, meditation, two, a lot of sleep. Well, it's probably one, sleep, two, meditation, and the three, teaching exactly what you just learned. So I'm going to be doing all of that. I'm going to have a meditation before my podcast, and then I'm going to podcast and teach everything that I just learned. So that's huge. That is like, honestly, that's probably going to be, I'm very excited for this because this week, this upcoming week is going to be literally just cramming my mind with so much information. And for the past like year, I've been learning about, I've been learning a lot in my books and I've like created this, built up this knowledge base to where I can actually, I actually know how to most effectively manage this situation because, and most like optimally manage the situation that I'm going to come up against where I'm going to be crammed with so much information in this week at the event. And normally, like if I didn't have the knowledge on how to like actually like solidify that information in my brain, then the majority of that information would just like slip right through my mind and just disappear forever to be lost. And it would just kind of be a waste. But now I have a huge advantage because for the past year I've been learning a lot not necessarily just about this but it's just been like intertwined between the things that I'm learning is I have a lot of techniques to make sure that I'm actually solidifying what I'm learning in my brain for example after I'm done studying I haven't been doing this lately but one of the best methods after you're done studying is to meditate and I actually did this today not in my first study session, but I actually studied again once I got done eating lunch because I had time before I had to start uh, my podcast, like meditating and then podcast and then meditating and then podcast. But uh, after lunch, I actually studied again for like an hour, another hour, and I crammed my mind and then I meditated right after that for 30 minutes and that basically locked in a lot of the information. Now, a lot of that stuff is not very accessible right now because it's not intertwined in my web. And it, meditation is an effective means of locking it in, but it's not like the one and done, like most effective means. The most effective means is sleep. When you're in uh, non-REM sleep, like the first half of your night, you're basically sending that information from that short-term storage where it is when you like cram your your mind with knowledge is sending it from that short-term storage to long long long-term storage and that's like stronger and more solidified there and then during the REM sleep the second half it's REM sleep is dominated by the second half or the second half is dominated by REM sleep and vice versa with the non-REM is first half is dominated by non-REM but oh with non-REM you're basically taking that new information and connecting it. You're basically creating a web of knowledge between many different like pieces of information. You're creating a web of knowledge between all of the, you're basically like incorporating that new information 
into your knowledge base and it like makes a lot of connections to help you like recall it better and actually understand it better. And so that is good sleep, which I guess is kind of a counterintuitive to cut out sleep, but I'm only going to be cutting out an hour of sleep if it is necessary. Only if I won't have enough time in the day to fulfill all of my requirements, which is eating lunch or eating breakfast and dinner. And then, or like getting at least like 3000 calories, I think it is getting my calories in and then, uh, also meditating and podcasting and gym is on the wayside. If I have enough time to go to the gym, I will go to the gym, but that's all like my, like, that's what you have to have. I was actually telling my friend about this, um, this one quote that, I remember is busyness just shows your priorities. So if you have not enough time to do the most important things, it just shows where you place your priorities. So if you align your priorities correctly, then you will have a life that you like you actually are happy with. But if you're too busy to do something that's important, it just shows that you're prioritizing the busy work more than the important work. And that's just your choice, but it's just a, a, a thing to be conscious of. And that's something that I have to, I'm going to have to make a lot of different, I'm going to have to prioritize things at Funnel Hacking Live. And I'm prepared to do so because it's going to be, I'm going to have to make a few sacrifices in order to like best enjoy the experience. But I'm excited. And let me get some water real quick. All right, for the last like 10 or last eight minutes of this podcast, I want to talk about. So I'm going to talk about transurfing. And I have not, I didn't really start to understand this concept. Now, I, I'm starting to connect a lot of dots in Transurfing, which makes sense because I'm reading it a second time through. And I am realizing that I have, for the past year or more than a year, I've actually been really taking care of my body, like my physical body. I really take good care of it and I clean it up. Like I get rid of all of the like estrogenics, all of the seed oils, like I take good care of my body and I treat it well. I basically care for it very well. But I realized that that is just the inner intention. Like my body is part of the physical world, but my mind is part of the metaphysical world, which is the alternative space. And I've only been focusing on the inner intention side of things, but the outer intention is far more powerful and it has access to infinite abundant resources. And I kind of like throughout the past like six months since I started reading this book, I, or even before I realized that, yes, I was treating, I was taking good care of my physical body, but I don't really know how, and I haven't really been taking good care of my mental body. So I, I had an intuitive understanding that I needed to focus on my mental as well, but I'm starting to see it so much more clearly. And for context, I want you guys to be aware of the fact that like people have negative thoughts, like all the time, um, negative thoughts pop in my, my mind, worries, anxieties, fears, doubts, like all of these things pop in everyone's minds throughout the day. And some, it pops in more than the others. And then I also want to say that you're basically, uh, most people are conscious like their consciousness is asleep throughout the day all the time and same here like i'm my consciousness is asleep but i've been working towards improving that and making it better and better but i want to explain the fact that i've been focusing on my physical body which is good yes take good care of your physical body but at the same time take good treat your mental your 
metaphysical body, I'm going to call it, which is your mindset, your attitude, your worldview, like all of the stuff that's going on in your brain, treat your metaphysical body with the same care and attention that you treat your physical body because it is just as if not more impactful to your world than your physical body because i took i take good care of my physical body to improve my quality of life now i'm taking good care of my metaphysical body to improve my quality of life like i'm taking like i can take good care of my body in order to enjoy my current life more but i can't necessarily use my body to achieve my like my goals that i'm striving for right now because they're big goals but you can use your metaphysical body to uh work towards your big goals and actually you're like you have to become one with your like world layer you have to have the same like relationship to your world layer as you do with your body. Like I am a part of my body. I am one with my body and I know that I can control it exactly how I want. I control it at my will. So you have to have that same relationship with your world layer, like your world. So that basically means that you have to be controlling your thoughts and controlling your physical metaphysical body. And then that will actually end up controlling your world layer because the way you control your body, you control your body. Like you're most people are not paralyzed and we're actually, most people are not paralyzed in their physical body, but they are in their metaphysical body. If that makes sense, because they're like, they can't really control their world, like, like their world. But if you just learn how to control your world, then you will actually be able to, then you'll start to learn actually what transurfing reality actually means. And that's one like big revelation that I came, like I had today where like your mind, you have to clean it up. Like I've been cleaning up my body of estrogenics. I've been building it up with weightlifting. I've been cleaning it up of seed oils, like all of this stuff I've been cleaning up my body from detoxifying it and you have to do the same exact thing with your metaphysical body which is your mind your heart and mind which is everything that's going on inside your head you have to every single time there is negative negativism negativism or every single time there's negative negativity then you have to destroy it and you have to eliminate it and get rid of it and then slowly but surely you'll detoxify your mind and then as a result your world will actually be under your control because when you control your thoughts, you control your world. And that's why I actually love the last chapter so much. I don't remember reading the last chapter. I don't remember anything in the last chapter from the first time I read it. But now, having read it a second time through, actually paying attention and taking good care of like me reading it, I'm actually seeing that this is probably one of the best chapters in the entire book because it's bringing all the terms together. Like the second to last chapter, which is all about the mirror, the mirror world, that chapter is one of the best as well. I would say the last and the second last are the best because the throughout the whole book, he explains a lot of different concepts, just bare bones, straight up. And he explains all the concepts and then he literally combines and like explains all the concepts through a metaphor, which is the mirror world. And then he uses the mirror as a metaphor to basically combine and unite all of the transurfing concepts, which is why I love that there that chapter so much. But the last chapter basically teaches it like basically gives you a whole like it basically puts into words what you started to form. And that's like that's like how I was thinking I see this whole new world because I've just been focusing on my physical aspect and my physical body, like improving my physical stuff. But I also see this whole new world that will be, that must be like improved upon and controlled. And then now I can like, once you can control your mind, you can control your reality. And I truly believe that I'm starting to actually believe it a lot more. And 
I really think that I'm really happy with having read Transurfing a second time. And when I first like decided to read it a second time, I also decided to read it like a fourth time and then a fifth time and then a 10th time and a, like a 30th time. Like I decided to read it a lot. And I, I know that I'm going to be referring back and coming back to Transurfing a lot. And so with these coming days, these are the last few days of me actually reading Transurfing for the second time. And I don't have like an actual date or destination of when I'm actually going to come back to transurfing. But usually it's when I start to feel myself fall off. Like when I, the literally the day after I stopped reading transurfing the first time through, I started to fall off. And then it took me like a couple months actually to actually realize that I needed to go back on transurfing and re reread it. Cause I was like, going back to my old habits and old ways. So I imagine that it'll take a little bit longer for me to fall off this time. And I have no plans on falling off. I don't think I will fall off because I'm going to be reading books that directly tie to transurfing as well, or at least partially tied to them. But to wrap things up, don't forget to download your favorite episodes and subscribe to the Ascend Momentum Show. But before you guys leave, don't forget to look up at the sky.